really just communicate with, with each other because we've been apart for so long. Um, he's in Indonesia and I'm, I've, moved, I've moved to the UK to pursue my undergraduate degree. And yeah, we just ha- want to talk about anything that happened in our countries and catch it all up and make it into one podcast so you guys can all enjoy. So really, it's just about us sharing our experience, sharing our opinion. Uh, yep. true, because true, true. we feel like living in a different country, we have, we're going to experience different, different experience. And, yeah, it's definitely going to be different, right? Yeah, it's going to make for yeah. a really good content. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on, on the side note, we, we might uh, use this as a time capsule or something. Something to look mm, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a good idea to like see ourselves um five years back. So when we're twenty five or something, or when we married, and we see all those podcasts we made each with each other, that would be so cool and bring like all those nostalgic feelings. You know, you know what I mean. So yeah. yeah. So Ken, would you like to introduce yourself on our first episode here? Sure. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Ken Anderson, but you guys can call me Kent. I'm originally from Surabaya, Indonesia, which is like the second largest city in, in my country, which is Indonesia. And yeah, I've went to the UK to study abroad for my undergraduate degree. And yep. <laughs> so how old are you? So I'm actually 18 years old. Many of my friends thought that I was 16, but some of my other friends actually do recognize me as like being 20. So I'm kind of like confused with myself. Do I look 20 or do I look 16? Because like they have both different argumentation about me. When but in yeah, camera, I'm you actually look young, <laughs> Well, I know I am. <laughs> because I look young, the thing is, in the UK, you kind of need an ID card to, you know, purchase alcohol. So if you look too young, they're gonna assume that I'm not in the age to buy, in the legal age to buy an alcohol. So that's quite a problem in there. So they're gonna keep asking for my ID when I was in here. So, yeah. Well, either if you look young or not, in Indonesia, you still can't buy alcohol. Well, yeah, like in our country, like we can really buy alcohol without identification. I mean, the legal, the legal thing is you actually need an ID to purchase alcohol. And I believe the legal age in Indonesia is like 21. Is it, is it 21? Yes, it is 21. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, so it's 21, but people just, just buys it anyway without proper identification and it's fine. So. And guys, he's talking about legal stuff because he's actually studying. Studying what, Ken? Alright, so I'm actually studying international relations 
in Coventry University, which is a new, which is a university in the West Midlands. So Coventry is a city, um, just twenty minutes outside of Birmingham, which is another large, which is like the second largest city in the UK, and yeah, Coventry is a very small city. Even though it's a city, I would not consider it a city because. Um, it's a borough. It's a metropolitan borough. There's this, this like there's like a distinct legal term in the UK called a metropolitan borough, which is like, which it's just it's a borough. I don't know what a borough is, but it's like an English term for like, a thing like an administrative division in the UK, but it is considered also a city, because I don't know why, but it's considered a city as well. But they do have like H and M. You know, like big stores as well in the in Coventry. So, even though it's small, but it's quite well lit. So, it's very nice. Well, tell us what you do, Ken. Like your hobbies and stuff. So, the, so the viewers would would know you better. Right. So, uh, I don't really have a particular hobby, but I would consider my hobby to be sleeping, because I my just gosh. love to sleep, and. <laughs> Yeah, like sleeping it has just been a routine that I do for quite a long time and it's very nice. Like I really do enjoy sleeping. Everybody but enjoys sleeping that, I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like some people do not as well. Some people just really like to get up and like to being productive. But I'm just a freaking lazy ass to not just do it. <laughs> well you so, and me both. <laughs> what? You and me both. Oh, you and me both. Oh, okay, I got it. I thought, like, what the hell is you name it, both? Like, is that an alien or something? <laughs> right, so another hobby that I like is probably watching the news. Because, yeah, as I said before, I study international relations. So you kind of need to watch the news to be um, updated to what conflicts. Like, for example, we have, like, the Russian-Ukraine war right now. And I'm actually keeping an eye on those stuff, on those stuff. Like, well, yeah, I, I've been keeping an eye on those news in recent days because it has been tightening up. So, yeah. <laughs> What's your hobby, by the way? Okay, Ken. Was that it? Was that the end of your long-ass introduction? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> right then, let me get to mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your hobby? Tell me, tell me about yourself. No, tell the viewer about yourself. Sure. Okay, listeners. So, I am the same age as the, my, my partner, Ken. I'm, well, I am 18. This year, I'm 19. And I study design, design, mm, visual design communication, visual design communication. VCD. Yes, in Surabaya. Uh, the universe Christian University of Petra. I'm I'm really having a hard time translating this, translating Indonesian abbreviations to English. <laughs> yeah, it's different, right? Like in yeah. Indonesian, it's called universe. No, no Universitas Christian Petra. That's UK. But in English, it it'll be like Petra Christian PCU. University, which is like PCU. Yeah. It's quite different. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So, how did I get to meet Ken? What, when was the first time I met him? So, we actually met on our junior high school. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Do. First year of junior high school. We were both from different schools and went to a school which should we should we tell where we go to junior high? Nah. All right, we don't need. We to we gonna keep that confidential till we feel enough to until we feel brave enough to do it. Okay, so we went to the same junior high school and we were in the same class, and from then it was, it was natural, kind of natural that we were friends because we were from different primary schools, and yep, yep. and we we hang out often. And we do actually like, yeah. We so yeah, we do actually. So yeah, I remember if we in junior high we have a lot of leisure time. So so after school I would often go to Ken's house, and that's how our relationship built up. It's actually very interesting to think about that because like we usually like um after school we usually go to my house. Which my house is like five minutes away from the school. I usually cross the street to go to my house and literally like play till like six o'clock. And like yeah. your parents would like pick you up in my house. So it's quite it's quite nostalgic to think about it, isn't it? It was quite n- nostalgic. Well, we often do that because your house was quite close to the school. Yeah, because like sometimes, um, you know, I have like a... What is sopir so in English? Like a uh, driver? It's not even a chauffeur. It's, it's like a gojek. Like gojek is... So it... Gojek go, go, is like super culture. Like, yeah. So like ojek is like a, a right hailing thing in Indonesia that you could actually like rent a person to take you home by a motorcycle. So that's basically what an ojek is. And yeah, I usually get picked up by a Nojek, but sometimes he doesn't pick me up. So I'm like, I need to fucking go home. But the thing is, I can't because like he's not picking me up. So sometimes I usually walk home because like my home is like five minutes away. Nah, ten minutes away by walk. So yeah, sometimes I do that. And sometimes Jason um, like accompanies me as well. So we kind of hang out after school and like just do random shit in my house yeah we do super random shit like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I would blur it out it was super <laughs> sketchy shit man <laughs> it's very embarrassing to be honest well speaking about Ojek it's Ojek is a very cultural thing for the Southeast Asians right true true when you think like, so oh, like, yeah I think so cause like um, it's not just like an Indonesian thing. It's kind of like a Southeast Asian thing. I don't think you could see it in like in China or like India because I don't think they have those kind of stuff. But like in Southeast Asia, particularly like Indonesia, Malaysia, probably like Vietnam and Thailand, they kind of have like a lot of yeah. motorcycles. And yeah, they kind of like work, make a living out of it and like got rented out and just take anyone's home who wants to be home. And... It has been evolving recently. Um, we kind of have like mobile phones now, which is quite a huge development in Southeast Asia. We have Gojek now, which is an Indonesian application for a ride hailing app, which, yeah, you can just order a motorcycle from the app. We also have Grab, which is like a Singaporean or Malaysian um, company, 
which also operates in Indonesia, but it has been rising to prominence recently because, yeah, it's just, it's such a big deal. So it's rice. Yeah. And it's kind of the main, main solution to transportation, wouldn't you say so? It is. It is actually, like, particularly for, like, a, a, like, for workers. I think, like, they want to be fast, like, especially in our, in our capital, Jakarta, which is always so freaking jam-packed with traffic. And they need to be fast. They need to, you know, skip through the freaking long queue in the streets. And, yeah, the one of the best thing to, to use is Ojek, like, motorcycles, because you can really pass through those huge long line of, like, cars, just pass through it to in the front of like the traffic lights so it's got a huge advantage as well you know Ken I've, I've seen Casey Neistat's video when he went to Indonesia and he he, he wrote uh, an, an Ojek and, and oh really Ooh. yeah when I when I when I watch his reaction he, he he said that he said some something along the lines of is this legal <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about uh, crossing the no, road technically. and then <laughs> skipping through no, cars he doesn't have yeah like uh european and western america like american doesn't really have like i mean they do but they kind of use it as like you know a show-off thing right but it's so different because in our country they use it for like a means of transportations and yeah it's just so different from them because we use it a lot and yeah I guess they were just shocked to see like our right hailing cultures here back home. Well, you know, actually, this still this is still my introduc- introduction section, but there was a super long tangent, super long tangent. So let's let's get back to my introduction. Okay. Sure. Okay. Let's do it. You should tell about you your hobby, actually. Yeah, yeah. You you haven't yeah, yeah. talked about your hobby. You you spoke about your hobby, right? Sleeping and what? Drinking? No, sleeping and watching the news. Oh yeah, sorry. About that. <laughs> drinking, <laughs> bloody hell. Well, compared to me, I mean, one of them I, is I, actually kind of this, you have but a hobby of drinking. <laughs> well, technically no, but since I came here, like I've just been drinking a lot, but it's not really so my you've hobby. You've been drinking alcohol like water. Mm. Well, yeah, drinking water, that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my hobby, well, speaking of my hobby, it actually relates well to what, I, what I'm studying now, design, and I'm, my hobby is sort of in that zone, like, I like to design stuff, edit stuff. Ah, you like drawing as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say I'm... But I'm pretty good at drawing, but yeah, but there are always people above me. So I I also like to video and photo edit. I like photography, videography, and then I'm studying 3D right now. And I'm... Ooh, that's interesting. I'm really killing my ass off in in studying 3D, (laughs) man. It's so hard. 3D sounds so cool, though. Yeah, it, it... it does, it does. Well, I I just finished my first render and it took me about a month. But uh, that's a month full of procrastinate, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't get by I procrastination. Mean, everyone procrastinates, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. 
I say I say that's done for my introduction. Let's get to the main topic today. All right, Ken, what are we talking about today? Our first episode. Right, so I've been thinking because we've been apart for so long now. I think there's some like cultural difference as well. Like the UK and Indonesia is definitely a different country. We're from a different continent as well. I guess we could talk about like the cultures, especially the food, because the food here and in 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 Indonesia is so different. God, saying Indonesia in English is so hard for me. Just say Indo, man. Like, like Indo. Indo, right? Indo. Let's just try say Indo then. Right. So. Yeah, culture in Indo and in the UK is definitely so different because, well, technically because we're in different continent as well. So we kind of evolve differently from the cultures in Asia as well as in Europe. So should we talk about food then? Because like, that's one of the most interesting thing to talk about, right? Yeah, and everybody is hungry, right? Everybody goes to... Yeah, everybody's hungry. Everybody I even eats. have like some food mates. Well, I have that, like Ken? a chicken curry. I mean, it's technically a. I don't even know if if this is a British food because like curry like is not diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, yeah, but I bet it's gonna taste amazing because like it's curry. It it always looks ugly, but the taste is always divine. It's right? curry. Yeah, it's curry, and I've got like some fried rice as well. This stuff you can get this like in Sainsbury, which is like a local supermarket in the UK. It's all over the place, so you can really get it. You can get like a frozen stuff for like, I don't know, like two quid, three quid and like reheat, reheat the mop in a microwave and you get like your food in like five, five minutes at most, which is really convenient to be honest. You don't really and see that I don't in think Indo. you could like, what? You don't really see that in Indo. Yeah, we don't really see that in Indo because like all the food in Indo is always so, like our mother used to make our food, right? Like our mother or like, you know, our family used to make the food from scratch. But the culture here in the UK is so different. They kind of like have a hassle culture, like hassle-free culture. So you just want everything to be fast because you have school, you have work, and you just really want everything to be fast and on the go. So it's quite popular here as well. Well, especially when you're a university student, you don't really have the time to cook. Yeah, very true. Because like, I have like a very busy schedule as well. Like. A schedule at I have a, like a university schedule at like eleven, and it finished at twelve, and I have a one hour break, and then I have another class in one till like three. So we only have like a, an hour break, and there's no way I'm gonna cook for an hour, like because we need to do the dishes as well and cutting and stuff like that, which gonna take like more than one hour for sure. So this is like one of the most convenient way to buy, like. Not buy, like to eat, to eat lunch in the UK. But it is possible to cook in one hour. You stay in, ma- in well, MasterChef. Technically, yeah, but technically, yeah, but I can't be asked to freaking clean the kitchen because it's I'm so damn lazy. Just imagine like cleaning the kitchen and then after that, you need to go to school. You just want to rest for an hour break. So I can't really be asked to cook for an hour. <laughs> right, Ken. So let's get back to your food. What you sure. having? So right here, I'm having um, a chicken curry and a fried rice as well. Um, I've bought this in, yeah, it's like a Chinese fried rice for some reason. I don't know why, but it's an Indian curry. It, it comes <laughs> it in the comes same package. In the same package. 
Yeah, it does. It comes in the same package, and we have like a. It looks like a Chinese fried rice because there's no way this is like an Indian fried rice, and I've never heard of Indian fried rice in my life as well. This is like a Chinese fried rice, and we have like an Indian curry besides it. I bought this in Sainsbury, which cost me like, um, three quid, which is, to be honest, it's quite expensive to be honest with you. Because like, if I buy, if I cook something, I can like, um, cook at most at more the most expensive I can cook is like one quid, nah, like two quid at most, which is bigger as well than the portion of this. So. You just gonna have this if you're really on the go, but if you really have the time, I recommend you to cook because it's gonna take, it's gonna cost you much cheaper. Right, it actually um, has been crossed my mind a lot, but we always have like a childhood food memories, right? So do you have like a particular childhood food memories that you always remember? Wait, childhood food memories? Yeah, so like the food that you always like opposed to when you were a child, because like, you always wants them when you were a child. You know what? Well, as a child, we all hated vegetables. <laughs> is, it, is it true for you? Is it true for you? No, I actually, I actually like vegetables, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Well, I yeah, hated yeah. the green ones, and I just like carrots and onions. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, they're for delicious, though. Well, one of my favorite food from my childhood is... Something called sopmera, but no. Who do you, how do you translate that to English? Is it red soup? Like tomato soup, like it's like a Dutch tomato, tomato soup. soup. Yeah, yeah, but I only like it if my mom is the one who cooks it because every time I have sopmera in any establishment, it's so mm. it's so different and it's I can't eat it. it, it it's it's gross. Well, sopmera is tomato, a tomato-based soup, and yep. you have a couple of meat products inside of it, like spam, uh, sausage, and sometimes chicken meat, and then you have a couple of vegetables like carrots, celery, yeah, you have like carrot and peas as well sometimes. Yeah, right? and peas. Yeah, but it is it is a tomato-based soup, and sometimes they use too much. Too much ketchup and it makes it smelly it it makes it pungent pungent yeah, it's, yeah, pungent it's probably like so overwhelming like the smell yeah it's kind of sour sour tasting mm -hmm. if yeah, i yeah. taste the soup other than what my mom made i love mm -hmm. it because first of all there aren't that many vegetables and only the, yeah. the ones that i like like carrots <laughs> and it's True. full of meat it's full of yes. meat without That's bones. The bingo right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's mainly processed meat. And I actually actually like that. Uh I heard I heard people in a western kind of kind of don't really like processed meat, like sausage and spam and stuff. What do you think, guys? Um not necessarily. I'm not, not sure like in Europe. But in the UK, they do eat a lot of sausages. Ah, like yes. in Sainsbury, you will see a lot of sausages like in the Selfridge. You can just take it. But it is quite expensive. It's like, I mean, it's not really expensive, but it is higher than like, you know, if you buy chicken, it will cost you like two quid. But if you buy like a processed meat, like such as like sausages, it's going to cost you like 
four quid. So it's higher the price for processed meat here for some reason. But yeah, they do eat meats here. But since you were talking about submera, like the tomato soup, fun yeah. fact, it's actually it's actually a Dutch dish. Dutch, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a Dutch food. Well, it's a, it's a tomato soup, like in the Netherlands. And they kind of bring it here and like, you know, acculturate all these different things and just make it as our own, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've heard of that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever had borscht yet from Russia? I have actually. <laughs> so borscht is, well, it's totally different from like, like the tomato soup we used to eat. Borscht is like a soup, but it's made from beetroot. So it's so it's oh. um, red in color, purplish almost. And I kind of do enjoy it because you kind of put some sour cream on top of it and you kind of mix it up together. So it creates like this velvety soup. So it's really nice for like cold winter days, especially in Russia, because it's freezing there. It's actually got yes. me thinking. Yeah, what do you actually yeah. like Russian food? Have you tried Russian food? Actually, not no, now that I'm thinking about it, I never had Russian food. Uh, I don't know if something of an Russian origin that I've eaten before and I didn't know that is it was from Russia. I, I don't know if I have ever eat those kinds of things, but mm. I feel like I'm confident to, I'm conf confident enough to say that yeah, I've never had probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have like any particular like general food like Chinese, like German, or like you know what national dish do you prefer? Well, since I was small, I I really like Japanese food. Oh yeah, Japanese food. That's so good though. Especially like sushi and stuff. It's really good. Yeah. Do you have like yeah. any particular Japanese food you like that you like? Hmm. You know what? I love sushi. I love sushi best. But uh sometimes uh, when I was small, I loved those creamy sushi rolls that are oh. more Indonesian nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like now that I've matured my tongue, no, that's like not your matured my palate, mature my palate. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I really like the traditional Japanese sushi, like the simplest one. Yeah, because like creamy sushi is kind of like originated from like America. They kind of like implemented their own twist. Like you know, California rule is not really a thing in Japan. It's like a jab it's like an american thing they put like um mayo and like artificial crab in it and they just made it like california roll and i don't know they seem to yeah. love it but it's known worldwide now yeah like it's honestly it's delicious but it's not really authentic is it <laughs> yeah how about you ken what general food do you like which region of the world did you like I mean, honestly, I like Indonesian food because, like, I was born there, so I kind of love, like, the food from a country. It's so rich in spices. You have, like, no, one of the most famous food is rendang, just honestly, which is actually rated number one in CNN food. So you should, you guys should try it if you, if you guys have the chance. Other than rendang, you have, like, Padangese food, which is, like, a food from a city called Padang in, like, Western Sumatra. They're full of flavors, very good, very rich. So you guys should definitely try it. 
And another food that I particularly love is Balinese food, especially um, roasted crispy pork belly. It's just so good. I mean, I don't necessarily think that it's healthy for you, but no, it okay. it's definitely not healthy for you. Definitely not healthy, but it's so good. It's fatty, so, crispy pork over a ton of rice. Over a ton of rice. And then they put some like condiments in it as well, like sambal mata, you know, very oily stuff. Yeah. And they put like, um, you know, they put like, some veg veggies. Yeah, they put some but, veggies like long but I don't think there, I don't but... even think the veggies are healthy, man. I think they yeah, cook it in fat just, too. They're just soaked in oil, though. The veggies are literally soaked in oil, so it's so not healthy. Yeah, but it's so good. I love it, man. I it is it. good. It is good. I crave true. it every if time. If you guys have a chance to visit Bali, you guys should definitely go for the crispy yeah. pork belly. But it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's all over Bali. It's it's yeah it's all just, just go go out and go to the streets and you'll find about ba yeah, it's, it's everywhere it's yeah. everywhere and yeah. i think every one of them is good for some reason yeah yeah <laughs> right because like you never could, really find, find like any, any bad one yeah yeah because like, i never really could find like a very under not underrated but underwhelming not good crispy pork belly because they're always so good for some reason yeah, it, it's dangerously good. It's dangerously good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good that I had it for my birthday cake, actually. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, I, I, when two when years ago, your birthday, I, I think I visited your house, right? Yeah, you visited my house and we yeah, ate. Yeah, yeah, and you gave me like those cake. cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very nice. Do you actually it's have like a food that you disliked? Oh, I have a ton of food that I dislike. Mainly. <laughs> Mainly fruits. Uh, I hate fruits. durian, man. I hate, I hate Yo, ketchup. Durian is delicious, bro. No, man. It's I, so good. You know what? I remember the first time that I ate durian. It was when I was a little boy and probably like three years old or mm -hmm. older, about that range of age. And mm -hmm. my parents loved durian and they ate and they ate it in front of me and asked me to try it. And I, so I tried it. I took a bite of it. It was so, it was like gooey or yeah, it's gooey. And then the first thing I, the first time I bit it, uh, the first time I bite into it, right? I automatically puke. I automatically, puke? yeah. <laughs> I, it was like a projectile puke, like, oh. It was well, not like the smell or anything. And since then, since then, I never tried it again. I don't know if my my palate has changed, right? So I don't know if I will like it or not. But I hate the smell. Since until now, I would I mean, not want to so try it again. Yeah. And if people buy durian and put it in my car, I will get the heck out of my out of the car because puke. <laughs> The whole way I am in the car. I hate durian. Yeah. But you love durian, <laughs> I mean, it, right? Yeah, like durian is so good though. But I, I have to be honest, it does smell overwhelming. Like it, you're not even opening the durian, but it already smells so bad. Yeah, man. That's but why the taste is very Yeah, but the taste is very good, especially when they're right. So if you kind of let them, you know, chill out for like I don't know, like 10 days, they kind of turn right. So it kind of has like an alcoholic taste to it. 
So I love that part when that part of the durian. But if you just eat it when they're like, you know, not ripe, they're gonna taste just sweet. But when they're ripe, they taste kind of like so alcoholic, which is very nice. Well, for a guy who likes durian, can you can you uh, like relate the taste to something else, something similar to durian? People say no, it's like sure. Durian is like a sweet, generous concept. It's it's its own taste. It's its own distinct fruit, and I couldn't really relate it to, to anything. Like if you see like pear, it, I can definitely relate that to apple. But durian yeah, yeah. is just so different. It's just so good. I mean, it does smell incredibly funky, but the taste is divine. You know what? Um, actually, I. My mom always said to me, "I hated durian from since I was since I was born because she ate a whole. She craved she craved a lot of durian. Oh, craved durian, was, right? Yeah, 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 when I was in her belly, and she ate it a lot. That I think the hatred of durian hatred comes from that. Yeah, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. It doesn't make sense to be honest. It doesn't make sense. It might it might came from that. Is that like a superstition? Is that?" <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole lot of superstitious stuff. Yeah, yeah. What other food do you not like, like besides durian? Well, I hate ketchup. I <laughs> once again, once again, I hate the smell of things. Like okay, you you smell before you. Well, you first of all you look before you eat, but true after that after that you smell right, and yep. I believe that smell smell uh, is 60% of eating so chewing and tasting is 40% so without because i feel when i have a flu and i can't really smell anything not covid not covid just just regular flu not covid <laughs> need to make sure of that <laughs> just like regular flu I can't really taste stuff. That's why we have congee, right? When we say when we are yeah. sick, because congee don't doesn't really taste anything, taste like anything. Yep. And I hate the smell of things that are pungent. So ketchup is kind of pungent and kind of sour, and I don't I don't really like it because it it yeah, you really don't, you like the smell, right? Because because ketchup is a condiment, right? It's yeah. it's supposed to complement things. But for me, ketchup is like, uh, I have I have a, an image of ketchup in my mind. Ketchup is cheap to me. That's why I can't really eat it because it's like, it's gross. It's ah, uh, so you so you kind of have like the thoughts that like ketchup is made from like unsanitized yeah. things. It's like cheap yeah. or something, isn't it? It's probably yeah. the psychological side of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. But now, what you can, what food do you don't like or dislike? Um, I can't really think to be honest, because like I quite like all food, but I mean, there's Devo something that I do not like, but I couldn't think of one now. Probably, probably like. European food, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't like it. I don't like it. I Damn, just wish man, you just offended the whole European fans. 
but do not get offended by it. But I just wish that you guys could put like more salt in it. Just, <laughs> just gonna make it more and more delicious. Because honestly, you, you like European food is delicious. But if you make it like the traditional way, it's so bland for some reason. But if you just add like a tiny pinch of salt, it's gonna make it so much better. So yeah, but like particular food that I don't like is probably like um, it's probably like desserts. I mean, I do love desserts, but I prefer like savory foods. Mm. Like if you give me a cake, like if you have if you give me two choices, like between a curry and a cake, I would probably choose for curry because like it's just more it's just more you know appetizing to eat and yeah it's probably it do i you love all desserts after you eat i kind of do honestly because like um i don't really if you give me two choice i would definitely eat like the savory one but if i had just if i had the savory one and you give me a dessert i'll be so happy because like it's just compliments it's so nice well i don't think you dislike desserts i just think you don't oh, yeah, I, I prefer it. Yeah, 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 I prefer savory foods. I don't really dislike it, but I prefer like savory foods than desserts. But the thing is, I couldn't really find what this, like what food I dislike because every food that I've eaten has always been delicious. So, oh, I actually know. Oh, okay. I just remember. I hate melons, <laughs> to be what? honest. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like melon is the most inoffensive fruit, dude. Nah, like melon tastes weird. Like it, it's hard. Like it's hot, and I don't know. The sweet is just hard? unnatural for me. But I think you, you bought the wrong melon. Melon? No, 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 I don't think I bought the wrong melon. The thing is, like my parents used to like give me fruits like every day. It always rotates like between like watermelon, melons, bananas, apples, and stuff like that. And the time where the day of when I eat a melons, I would always like imitate eating them. Like I do eat them. So you I chew them, but out. then I then I freaking chew it up and to put it in my in my in my, oh my trash. Gosh, dude. I so, love so my so my parents would like see that oh he's at his he have eaten his food or his fruits already. So that'd be all right. So I chewed up the melons and threw it up in a trash can and they wouldn't see it. And I just put the you know, the empty gloss of like, of the bowl downstairs. And they're like, oh, okay, he's eating the fruits. How I, come I've I just never heard I don't know. about this? Yeah, it's kind of like a hidden thing that I usually don't tell anyone. I just yeah, hate melons. Like, I don't prefer melons, literally. Do you know the difference them. between melon, cantaloupe and honeydew? No, are they, I reckon they're different now, if you say it that way. It's yeah. probably like... I think it's probably the color or size or something, but you don't like those kinds of food. Like, no, I, mean, I don't like those fruits. No, I don't. I mean, like fruits, I do love fruits, but it's only like apples, bananas, like but, strawberries. I do like strawberries as well. And blueberries. I, I, I have, yeah, I have been actually buying blueberries like in the UK because I couldn't really find blueberries in Indonesia. So when I found blueberries in here, I quickly like tried it and I actually fell in love with blueberries because it's just so delicious. Is it sweet or sour or tart? It's sweet, actually. It's I mean, it has a tad of tartness, but it's mostly sweet. So I love it. It's kind of like a wine, but, you know, it's not it's not 
and fermented so it's not really wine but it kind of tastes like it i mean it is technically like a berries like wine is made from like grapes right yeah so it probably yeah. tastes similar to that dude i said that i hated ketchup and durian and and many people i've heard a lot of people saying that they don't, don't like ketchup and durian but i've never heard yeah. of, of someone saying melon is bad dude <laughs> i mean like yeah fair enough fair enough argument like i do heard a lot of people like hate like durians but i never really heard about ketchup but durians i heard it a lot but melons just weird i just hate melons i don't know why oh just stay so weird so i don't really like it actually this comes to prompts in my mind is there like what is like the most disliked foods in your country in my country in, in, yeah, my country, yeah, yeah. in our country well in our country technically but i'm not there so in this, your country the most disliked food i don't know dude like foreign foreign food that they they've never tried what was it called i i don't know well i don't think indonesian people most most indonesian people have ever tried vegemite but i think they they're, oh. they're gonna they're all gonna hate it i mean people all over the world like to hate it but vegemite isn't necessarily an indonesian thing isn't it Oh, so you're talking about Indonesian stuff that yeah, Indonesian like Indonesian people don't food like that the Indonesian that the Indonesian people don't really like themselves. <laughs> well, that's kind of a hard thing, right? Because it's it's like some people will will of course gonna like it. Well, yes, yeah, some people will definitely like it, but like is there like a majority of people who don't like it, but they know what that dish is? Man. Well, you help me think about it, man. Is it probably like um, the inouts of like an animals, like you know, like stomach? They love know, like the it. Stomach. They love it, dude. They love. Yeah, I mean, they do like it, but like some people do dislike it. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, there, there is a split argument. Yeah, it is a split argument. It's like 50-50 because like some people do love it, and like the other half do hate it. You see that those things in UK. We do actually, <laughs> like in my country, uh, not in my country, but in my country of residence, which is the UK, there's this food called black pudding. So black pudding is literally a new nuts of, of like a pork and a lamb. They stuff it inside like this casing of like, you know, the casing of a sausage, which is like the- Pork, pork the, intestines. Yeah, yeah, the, the intestines of something, of like porks. So they kind of stuff it in there they put like some oats in there as well some oats, oats some barley yeah some oats and some barley that is basically what a black pudding is they put like oats barley and they kind of put some of the um the blood of the pork as well so hence the name black pudding because it's dark when you cook the blood so i never really knew this because i've i've seen like a lot of breakfast you know like typical english breakfast is they always have black pudding in it So when I came black to the UK, pudding in it. yeah, well, yeah, but they always have black pudding in like in like big English breakfast. So I reckon like every UK person would probably like it. But when I came here, I never really know what the black pudding is. So I'm kind of interested in it. So I bought a black pudding. It's like Sainsbury. It cost me like I don't know, like two quid, and I tried cooking it. And when I tried it, I you know snap it to my British friends. And yo, I've just tried black pudding. I mean, I don't really like it. It tastes weird. It tastes grainy. 
and I don't prefer it, so I wouldn't try it again. So yeah, I'd snap it to my British friends, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And I say, "It's, it's black pudding." Like, yeah, like they they don't even know what it is, and I say, "Oh, it's black pudding," and he's, he he texted me back like, "Bro, we don't eat that here, even though it's like a British thing." <laughs> like the British people itself hated it because you know it's an inons of like the intestines and stuff of like yeah, yeah. a pork and it's you know quite disgusting so they don't really eat it like some old people do eat it like particularly in like Scotland and stuff but like the English people don't really eat it how, so, is, it, yeah. how is it compared to the congealed blood that we had uh, on the chicken, chicken oh, it, honestly it tastes similar but the thing is like the congealed blood stuff doesn't have like barley and stuff in it so it tastes quite nice concentrated it's nicer yeah like like the thing that we have in our country is like unconcentrated but this time in the, the this like the black pudding in here is so grainy because they have so much in it and it tastes weird so i don't really like it and it's bland as well i hated it <laughs> it's it's bland seriously yeah, yeah it's bland i hate it have you how ever tried that, cooking? How was it that in UK the food is bland, but the most famous chef came out of the same place? Ooh. <laughs> well, it's different. Like, um, um, yeah, like the most famous chef. I reckon you're talking about Gordon Ramsay, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I I never really tried Gordon Ramsay. I mean, I have, but it's like a burger. Yeah, right. It's like and, burger is always delicious in the US. And, yeah, in the US. So, but yeah, it's actually interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. Oh, <laughs> I never really talked about it, but if you think well, about it, if you, like study so fucking if you study culinary in in the U- UK, do you study UK food? I don't really know, but I don't even know what like British cuisine, like British cuisine is just filled with like colonial empire thing. Like, for example, take a guess what's the national dish of the of the UK as a whole. Damn it, can I, you know I'm bad at this. What fish and chips? Just take a guess. Just yeah, but partly it's fish and chips, but the national dish of the UK, which has been voted upon, is actually chicken tikka masala. What the and it's actually an Indian thing, which is weird. I mean, it's technically English, but no, it's Scottish, because the one who created it is like a Scottish person, but he has an Indian background, but he has like a UK citizenship. So oh the my UK kind of have like an argument of that, that so, he's, U- he's a UK citizen. That's why he, we like the UK as a whole has a right to claim it, if you know what I mean. So yeah, it's, it's quite weird. Like, it's just so weird. <laughs> they kind of like steal other people's culture and like claim it as their own. So, well, many, many countries do that. Yeah, they're kind of like competing claims and stuff. But I don't really know what British food no, is like. Let's not get political. Let's not get political. Yeah, <laughs> stop getting political. <laughs> but British food is so weird. Like, they have like jellied eels as well. It's like a London thing. Jelly eels? Do you know jellied eels? Yeah, you know eels, right? Eels, you know. Yeah, I know eels. I love yeah, eels. They jellied them and they eat them in London, in the northern side of London or eastern side. They kind of eat, they eat them. Because the thing is, like, there's a lot of eels in the River Thames, which is like a river that flows in London. And they kind of have like a fo- overflowing amount of eels. So they kind of like jelly them to eat them. 
It's sweet. <laughs> All right. So speaking of strange food, now I want to talk about strange meat, actually. Strange meat that I've eaten in my 18 years of life. You know, mm-hmm. I've we've we've all eaten unagi, right? Unagi is a good good food. Like yes. many people like unagi Agreed. and it's very tasty. Yep. But have you ever ate snake can snake? Fucking hell no. No. It's like eel considered a snake because it is like water snake, isn't it? But it's it's not a snake, dude. It's it's considered so like a fish. A real snake. I think it's considered a fish. Okay, so no, I've never freaking eat a snake. Have you eaten a snake? Yes. And it What's was great. Freak? It it was soy sauce marinated uh soy sauce marinated snake. No, 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 no. Was... Before you explain it, where the hell did you find a where the hell did you even find a snake? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's so weird. What the hell? Actually, my dad introduced me to snake, and it was in wow. Malang. For okay. those of you who don't know where Malang is, Malang is a city like uh, one to two hours. Uh, it's about like two Surabaya. hours from Surabaya. From Surabaya, yeah. Okay. Uh, but but they, I don't think they will also know what where Surabaya is. So like Surabaya is like the second largest city in Indonesia. Uh, yeah, and how do you say Malang? What Malang? No, no, no. What what relates to Malang? Well, Malang is like a highland in like the east of Java. Like it used ah, to be yes, like yes. a Dutch colonial, like um, where the Dutch usually like resides during their summer break because it's it is cool down there. Like, damn it, can not make it a historical study session? <laughs> yeah, making it too stronger, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's basically like a highland in like the east of Java. Okay. So yeah, I had it. It was it was in a sketchy place. Like it was I had it at night, right? So at night the atmosphere is kind of scary. And then mm-hmm. I went into the place. It was it was so so scary. It was like a I went in the there at night. Yeah, I went in there at night with, with only my oh. dad and there was only one, one, one guy. One guy yeah. is the the whole operation. So the guy was. was like, he's like the head chef and stuff. Yeah, he, he was the one who cooks. He was the one who serves surf surf it to yeah. us. He was the cashier. Yeah. But it wasn't about the guy. The guy was fine. Uh, it was the place, dude. The place was scary AF. <laughs> like they had. Oh shit. They had snake skins all over the walls and then they have some kind of oh. costumes like indonesian traditional costumes but it was the yeah. scary scary ones and then they have that 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 snakes that pickled snakes uh pickled they snakes what so they they make they make wine or some kind of medicine from snakes. Oh yeah, yeah, I actually heard that a lot. Like they kind of look yeah. like medicine. You know, if you hit the heart of the snake, yeah, it yeah, kind yeah. of makes your medical something something. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't have that. 
because they say uh, you have to be over 18 to consume the, oh. the snake medicine because it was okay. alcoholic. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah. Did you but try the snake? Then? But I had the snake meat. It was fried over soy sauce, sweet sweet soy Is sauce. It delicious. It was so delicious, man. Well, I, I couldn't even imagine like what they I, snake like it tastes like that. It tasted it tastes like unagi. Like so basically it tastes like eel then. It tastes like eel, but but if you eat if you ate eel, you won't you won't get the story to tell. <laughs> you can't tell someone well, that it's more interesting to tell someone that you ate snake. It is actually. That, but the thing is, like, eel itself, it tastes like fish, but it, yeah. it kind of tastes like, like chicken as well. Chicken and fish hybrid, a hybrid between chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. snake tastes like that as well. Man. Yeah, you would think that what the that snake has a lot of bones and stuff, but it's actually, uh, the the guy cut it clean, cleanly. And oh, that's very nice then. Because like I wouldn't imagine like eating steaks and you need to take out you yeah. know, like the snake spoon and so that'd be so disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It it was great. I had it and then about a year later, after the first time I experienced snake, I mm-hmm. asked my dad to take me back to that place. And it was yeah. yeah, it was still good. It wasn't the hunger on me because you know when we're hungry. There are many things they still yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't just devour anything, isn't it? But it's like the place still open now. Oh, I don't know about that. Because the first and second time I went there, it was it was like it was deserted. Like only I was the the customer. Like the customer. Ooh. Like, think- that's so interesting though, because like if I went back to Indonesia, I would either go tomorrow and like go try it there. That's it good. Sounds so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but was like the it was not, is, it's not that that expensive too. How much is it? It was under under fifty thousand rupiah. Right. Under that. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like a lot of like countries in the world do eat like random shit there. Like for example, if you go to Australia, they eat like kangaroo meats. Oh, and it's, have I, you heard, I heard of that? That it's because. Uh, there, there were there was an overpopulation on kangaroo. Ah, uh, yeah, I thought of that too. But it's interesting that you actually eat a kangaroo. You know, it, they're so cute. They have like the pouches and stuff to carry the babies. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. ate them anyway. <laughs> so I wonder. So I wonder. I wonder how they taste. Is are they, Does it taste like game? I, I, I never tried I, it myself, but I reckon it tastes like meat. Though. It's like kangaroos, like a mammals. I, so, I think it tastes like. Uh, veal. Veal. I've never tried veal myself, so I never really know it though. But they actually have like different things in other parts of parts of the world as well. Like if you go to the states, they sell like alligator meat. Have you heard of that? Like I alligator. Think alligator meat, meat uh, tastes similar to snake. Probably. I possibly. Would yeah. Possibly. Because they are like very similar to like the family and stuff. They probably yeah. taste like similar. And but, have you tried dogs? Oh. oh. Dogs, man. Oh my gosh, dude. Don't, don't talk about dogs, man. But the thing is, I've tried dogs because of my friend. Like, oh because my gosh, of our dude, friend. You, you're gonna offend a lot of people, dude. And you're gonna oh, offend yeah. you're gonna offend 
for the viewers, pizza, yeah. Pizza, I mean, pizza. You're going to open pizza. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, yeah, for the viewers, don't get offended. The thing is, I don't even know if I ate the dog. I just, my friend just randomly gave it to me and I ate it. And I, and so here's the story. Um, we, we were in eighth grade, if I remember. And my friend just randomly goes to the school and brought like his lunch. And they told me, go try this. I'm like, oh, what is this? Because it does smell good as well. It's kind of like in this, you know, Indonesian spices. Yeah, yeah. Or Rita or something. Yeah, yeah. So, we, so I tried it. And it's, it honestly tastes so good. It tastes like meat. I was there, man. I was there. Yeah, you were there as well. Like, it tastes like meat. But at the same time, it's like, it, it tastes like chicken. But it mostly tastes like meat. I, mean, I was like, oh, what is this? It's, it's like pork or something. Honestly, Indonesian then, people... It's a lot of strange yeah, things. They do eat like a lot of strange stuff. But other than that, I was like, what is this? It's just like pork or like beef or something. And he explains to me like, no, this is like, what does it say? Like, it's like, like K2 or something. R-W. Yeah, it's just like, this is RW meat. I'm like, what the fuck is RW meat? So RW meat is like a slogan here, like in our country for a dog. So if you oh ate gosh. an RW meat, it's you're basically eating dog. And he explains to me that you were I was I was eating dog. And I was like, what the fuck? Eating dog. Like I love not my dog as uh, I love dog. We all dog, dog. for the record, we all had dogs. Yeah, we all have dogs as well when we were like in eighth grade. So I do love, we dogs, love dogs as well. We and dogs. when I ate it, I was so shocked and surprised. But at the same time, it was honestly so good. And but no again. But after that, after that, I promised to myself that I would never eat a dog again because like, they're just too precious. So there at least I tried it. That's there the, are that's a lot good of people uh, going vegan because of animal cruelty, and here we are talking there about you. eating dogs. Talking about a tree. <laughs> well, for the record, yeah, like we're we're slaying cows and chickens. That is technically considered like animal cruelty yeah. itself. But yet we don't really care because but we don't have just too much population and we do eat it. It's kind of like the justification that you think about it. But we don't have cows for pets, dude. Yeah, you don't have cows for pets, technically. But do you ever have like horse meat? Horse is technically kind of like a pet. No. And they do eat them as well. No. I've I've only I've never seen horse meat. I've only seen horse torpedo. Oh my god! Like, right, so horse meat is, oh my god, that's so disgusting. Well, where do you find it though? What the hell? I don't know. I just watch it on TV. They sold oh, it. Oh fuck! Like, I thought like you've seen it on real life or something. Yeah, Bloody yeah. Hell. So yeah, like horse meat is so popular in like Eastern European countries. Fun fact: I was just talking about this with my friends like yesterday. That he said that horse meat is actually very popular in Eastern Europe, like particularly like Slovakia. Finland, stuff like that. They even have horse sausages as well. And I never knew that. I guess they have like overpopulation as well. That's why they eat them. But it's actually so interesting. Like even people from Europe, which I thought were like educated and stuff, actually eat like very random shit. So it's interesting. Yeah, but Ken, have you ever had books? The fuck? No. Have you tried one? Have you tried books? You never had books. Well, when I went to China, dude, uh, I ate. Oh shit! I ate. China ate a lot of stuff, though. I ate <laughs> I ate 
I ate crickets. I ate. Uh, oh, do you eat them? Are they like crunchy, like crispy chicken skin or something? Yeah, yeah, they they <laughs> oh, it is no. like crispy chicken skin. Oh shit! And the cockroaches, I ate. So they were cooked in a soup base, and wait, 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 cockroaches. Cooked, yeah, cockroaches. Oh shit! I mean, like crickets but, is alright, but cockroaches, man, come on. Yeah, it, it's it's vile, right? It's vile, but they said it was not. The dirty cockroaches that lives astray. Oh, so they kind of raise their own cockroaches. Yeah, it's a cockroach farm. Yeah, it's from a cockroach yeah, yeah, farm, yeah, yeah. and it they mm-hmm. it's clean. And I tasted because, of course, I had family there. I had family from China. Yeah. Of course, yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna trick me into eating it. Oh, true. Yeah, but it's a cockroach soup. So, they serve it whole. They serve it whole. With the legs and the antennas and stuff, and then you're Fuck so no. the wings are hard, right? So you can't eat that. So you have to how you eat it is you take six of their legs, put it out, and then you peel, uh, peel the abdomen, abdomen part, the hard part, and then you take their in innards, whoop, and then one uh, like a small pouch, you ate it. And it tastes. It tastes kind of vile. <laughs> but Wait, what does it taste like? Does it resemble like chicken or something? No, man, it's juicy. <laughs> well, like juicy, juicy in a good way or in a bad way. Is it like flavorful? <sighs> well, it, it is fl- flavorful because because of the sauce. Yeah, like the the broth and but, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the broth, but I don't think it's. But I don't think the meat itself is flavorful. But hmm, how do I explain it? Hmm, it's a pouch. Well, it's like uh, like the oh, is that like it's oh, like testicles or something? Well, never I don't think they testicles. even have testicles. I've never eaten well, testicles. Have you ever eaten testicles? Well, no, I no, no, no. But I don't even have know. Have you eaten my testicles, Ken? Fucking hell. Oh no, but like cockroaches, man, they're so disgusting. Like if you just see them crawling, like I'll freak out. But just be- just because you said that, I'm actually kind of interested on in trying it. But at the same time, it's just so oh, disgusting to think. I wouldn't try it again if I had to, but I would try crickets again because crickets are good. And I also had what's kapambang? What's kapambang? Oh, larvae? Um, is it larvae? It's, it's not larva. Uh, Pupa. Cocoon. 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 Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've had cocoon before. It was kind of. It was kind of good. It was similar to cricket <sighs> because it was deep fried. Oh, well, when you when you eat the cocoon, does it does it have like a butterfly inside of it or? Oh, it's crispy. God, I can't imagine it though. What the hell? Well, it was. Oh, you've eaten like a lot of bugs then in your life. No, it was just once, one day. What I I ate a lot of bugs in one day, when oh, I fuck. when I was in China. Well, you should see your poop like on the next day. It turns like with different colors. Ah, uh, bro. Of course, there won't be eggs laying in my in my oh. intestines, bro. Oh. That's just that's, that's just... at least at least you know it's good. 
Well, I know that the cricket is good, but this it was it was like a food stall, like a street food in China. And yeah. beside the cricket, besides the cricket, uh, there was so something huge. I I seen it from a, from far away. It was black and was huge, and it was a tarantula. I didn't get oh, that. I didn't get that because it was so damn expensive. How much is it? Is it like? I forgot, man. It was it was a long time ago. I I didn't. I just remembered it as expensive, but I I don't. I, I'm not brave enough to taste that. Not brave enough. To God, it. like spiders. Those spiders are just disgusting. I mean, like you just say cockroaches, are, and I'm disgusted. And now you mentioned freaking tarantulas, which like ginormous amount of insects. And just think about it. When they actually have the eggs inside, you know the big parts of the back yeah, imagine yeah. they have eggs and they mm. bite into Love them again. and all those eggs literally like burst oh my out gosh. that's so gross dude that's disgusting right <laughs> my goodness oh my gosh this is this is this just went from our favorite food to to spider laying <laughs> eggs it literally went from our favorite foods into like a literally disgusting madness <laughs> have you ever cooked like something at home like you do, like usually enjoy, like other than bugs. I, I reckon you never cooked bugs before, but you like enjoy cooking something though. No, bro, but I've had, uh, we've had, Ken, you and I have had uh, the, what's this called? Casuari. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, casuari. Casuari is kind of like, kind of like, like like an ostrich, right? Ostrich. It's kind of like an emu. Emu, yeah. It's kind of like a yeah, like the bird. It's like a huge bird, and and we never really know what that is until yeah. our friends introduce them to us. Yeah. And it's actually so interesting because like it's it's like it tastes like beef, yet it's a bird. It tastes like beef. It tastes like beef, yet it's a bird. Like and yeah, they uh, my our friends they, um like put them into like some soup based thing and the soup itself is very good and they kind of have like a gelatinous taste as well because like from the fat and stuff yeah I, if i never knew if that thing is like a cassoir or like a, or like an emu you i would talk that, that thing is like a beef or something because it yeah. literally tastes like beef it, it literally but, tastes it's kind of like a hot texture right yeah yeah but it, it tastes great it tastes great it tastes great to be honest but this is oh, called as animal cruelty tactically no well oh. it depends it depends who you ask really if you're yeah, man, literally asking Indonesian culture yeah if you're literally asking like like a European who's never had that before probably they they probably say like animal cruelty but if you like ask like some Asians especially like Indonesian they're like say uh, I mean that's normal that's the normal thing that you do in here. You know, Ken, this is our first episode recording. And mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning to the end, the beginning to now, uh, I think I'm I'm feeling my accent slightly changing. <laughs> changing to what? To like American uh, English is my first English is actually my English is my second language, right? So I based it on American accent, but I'm slowly going to British accent now. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, when I, when I first came here, I, I was speaking like, you know, like international English accent, which is not even like an American, nor British, nor Indian, nor anything. It was just pure English with no accents. And when I came here, I, you know, like interacted with like a lot of British people. And yeah, for some reason, it just turned to this. I don't know what happened. I mean, if it, I don't really think it's a British accent because like British accent itself is divided into more British accent. There's like a Northern accent, Scottish accent, and then you have like Coventry accent as well. It's actually quite different from like British accent, like, you know, the London accent that you like people all around the world know. So like Coventry accent is actually quite interesting. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. Yeah, it is actually. Actually, that is actually really interesting because, like, in Indonesia as well, they have like different accents as well, like Surabaya accent, Jakarta accent. You kind of knew where they are from just from, you know, just how the way they talk. Right, Ken. You know what I, I want to talk about now? Well, we've talked about food, but we don't really talk about the place we eat, where, the, where we eat food, right? Oh, so, like restaurants and stuff. Yeah, let's talk about restaurants and what we call warung in Indonesia and uh, what, yeah, we, yeah. what you call pubs in UK. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about warung first. Try explaining what warung is. Okay, so the typical definition of warung is uh, a small establishment uh, simple and small establishment usually uh, usually is a sit and sit and eat place it's not a, a sit and go right um it's like it's like a tent where you go yeah it's like a tent <laughs> you can, we can sit and enjoy some foods and just go really so it's like an outdoor other yeah it's like an outdoor thing. outdoor there's a roof but uh, but it's open open space yeah correct yeah but uh, i've seen a lot of modern warung these days uh like they've modernized the open space idea true yeah. true but do we often go to warung again i, I don't think we, go, we often go to warung <laughs> I don't think we have been to a lot of forum. I mean, we technically have, but it's not that, you know, it's not that often. It's not that frequent that we go yeah, to Warren. So, you know, like Warren has some like a typical hygienic factors onto it. Like yeah, they're not yeah. really hygienic in it. So the so stereotypical really... Warren is kind of dirty. Yeah, they're kind of dirty and like they don't really sanitize a lot of stuff. But so a, lot quite of, a lot of iconic food comes from warung spots. True. Actually, that's actually a very important thing to do. Like, if you're in Indonesia, visiting Indonesia, you should definitely go to warung instead of, like, the fancy restaurant. Yeah. It's, like, most of the, like, very good food. Yeah, like, very most of the good food that you can, like, get is actually from those, you know, stalls, like, from the warung. Yeah, stalls. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the, the stalls, yeah. Yeah, stalls. Even though they're very high, not hygienic, but the food is just so good. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really do have an, a, a hygienic problem. True, true. Oh, but boy. So, we, okay, we go, so, 
but we in Indonesia we often go to restaurants and cafes to eat. If not, we eat at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like cafes and stuff is like a recent new trend. Like there've been like a lot of new cafes recently, especially yeah. in our city, like Surabaya. I reckon there's a lot of cafes in Jakarta and like Bali, but like Surabaya, it's I think the hype is just coming up. So there's a lot of new cafes approaching, not approaching, but appearing. And yeah, we kind of go in there sometimes. But you know, the food is all right. It's not really like very good food. It's just like the vibes that we catch in like cafes and stuff. You know when that what you know what times where uh what times I tolerate waru is yeah when I eat. Balinese crispy pork pork belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's literally near our friend's house as well. Like, I don't know, like five minutes walk from that crispy yeah, I don't pork care belly. if it's hot, man. I don't care if it's hot. I don't care if it's jam-packed with people. I don't care if it's... If it's... If it's crispy so, pork belly, we're gonna freaking line up and so, get the freaking food. So noisy, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. The food it's is so just freaking good. Balinese though. crispy pork is just too good. It's, it's the fun, honestly. I mean, literally, you guys, the fuse, literally, if you guys went to Bali, oh you guys need to try, like, crispy pork. You have a craving of it. It's just so good. So good. Do you have a craving? I kind of do. Like, I do. I can. I mean, technically, I can make it here, but it's not as authentic from where you can get from Bali and stuff. So I am kind of craving it. My gosh. But the thing is, like, you know, crispy pork belly is not really, like, an Indonesian nationwide phenomenon because like Indonesian is a majority Muslim country so it's not really like a food they consume especially pork yeah it's yeah. like popular in like certain areas of Indonesia only so you can't really get you know the crispy pork belly from like Jakarta and Surabaya mainly you can get it from Bali you can just go out the door and uh, see like a stall selling those crispy pork belly so yeah just a little heads up there <laughs> hey Ken, can you talk about yep. pubs, man? Because one of the different oh. things the oh, between UK and Indonesia is pubs. We don't really have a lot of pubs in Indonesia. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Like, yeah, that, I mean, I think the only country that has pubs is like the UK. I don't really see. I yeah, I've went to the US before. I don't really see pubs there, but I guess you could like define pubs in the US as clubs, as well as in Indonesia. Like, you know, Holly Wings in Indonesia. I mean, that is kind of considered as a pub, but I it's not really a Yeah, but like, if someone of you guys like are from Indonesia and you guys know Holly Wings, it's kind of like a pub. Wait, but it's not really wait, a pub wait. as well. Let me, let me tell you what I, uh, what I think pub looks like, okay? Think of pubs. Okay, go on, go on. So I think, uh, in my mind, pubs, when you go in, it's a dark place. And then you have a couple of stalls uh, around with around tables. And then you have a bar and a bartender. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, some aspects I'm, I'm, not, I'm not wrong. Like, for example, like most pubs are... They're not necessarily dark, but they're just dimmed. You know, the light, there's lights, but they're very dimmed. So it's kind of like gloomy dark, you know, like the, the vibes. It's kind of like a nice vibes, but it's not necessarily dark. Uh, not dark. 
dog, sorry. <laughs> but it is drunk. <laughs> no, like it is dark. I mean, it is dark. It's gloomy and stuff. And yeah, but it's not necessarily dark. It has lights. So a pub, pub stands for like a public house. So a public house is where you can actually just enjoy some beers with your friends. And you can actually order some food as well. And yeah, most pubs are open during the day at, and during the night. So you can, so it's not really considered as a club because club is usually open during the nighttime only, right? Pub is open throughout the day and usually like workers usually have their break. They go to a pub, have like a, a pinch of a Corona or something, which is like a beer that's quite popular in here. And they kept like some fish and chips in the pub as well. And they drink like a pin of Corona and then go back to work. So the thing is, like the science, not really the science, but the theory behind that is when you drink a pin of Corona, like not a pin of Corona, but a pin of a beer in a pub during lunchtime, and then you go back to work, the theory behind that is when you finish work, you're going to be so tired because you have a beer. Like beer makes you sleepy as well. So when you go home, you're going to be sleep. Like you're going to have the best sleep in your life. And that's kind of like the thing behind a pub. So it's not really a place where you just drink. It's a place where you socialize with your friends, where you can have like a chit chat and like have a pint of like a, a bay and just have and just catch up with your friends really. So you don't really get drunk in a pub. It's not really ethical. If you get drunk in a pub, you'll get kicked out basically. Ah, do you have, do, do they serve food in, in pubs? They do, yeah, yeah. Pub is... Pop, as I said before, pop is not a club. Pop sells food. They sell fish and chips. They sell quesadillas. They sell like this paninis, you know, paninis, like a bread. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they sell that as, as well. They sell like English breakfast and stuff. Oh, like, oh, like bar foods. Yeah, it's like kind of like a bar food. It's, I mean, technically it's a restaurant as well. It's kind of like a fusion between a restaurant and like a bar so yeah like in pop you usually get some food and get something to drink and have a chit chat with your friends like you know catch up you usually like spend two hours maximum in pub and usually if you want to get drunk usually go to your friend's house after the after you went to the pub and you get like a pre-drinks and then you go to like a nightclub to go party hard but besides that if you if your friends ask you to go to pub they kind of just want to you know catch up with you and just talk with you So nightclubs and pubs are different things, right? They're diff- they're different. I mean, there's a lot of misconception in our country that they're the same, but they're so different. A pub is where you socialize with your friends, they kind of catch up with your friends. But a nightclub is just when uh, it's just a place where you're drunk and just have a party. Really, you can't really party in a pub. Technically, you can, but it's usually like in the middle of the night. And the late hours that you kind of have a party in the pub, but other than that, no. How much? So do yeah, you that's basically a pub. pub. What? How much do you uh, generally spend on a pub? Well, it depends. Like, like in Coventry itself, there's Quitzin, which is like the pub where I usually go to because it's quite cheap. When you you can get like a pint of Corona for like two point two quid, which is quite right. a good deal. How, how much is uh, I mean, eight points uh, is usually six hundred six hundred milliliters. If I'm wrong, okay, it's kind okay. of like half a liter plus one hundred milliliters. So that's a point. 
But if you go to um, like a university-owned pub, there's a university-owned pubs in my city. It's called Phoenix. So it's owned by the Students' Union. And it's actually, I mean, the Fives is all right. The Fives is very nice as well. But the, the, the price is actually quite expensive. Like a pint of like a beer could cost you like four quid. So yeah, but it is actually quite nice there. But you generally spend about like three, six quid during one night in a pub. Do you guys usually drink in Indonesia? Well, you should ask yourself that, man, because you know... Because like, I never really drink back home, but do you guys usually drink? Well, my, my mom and I likes to drink beer with honey. So we... Honey? What? Yeah. So my is that even good? My, my my when I drink I drink it with I drink with either my mom or friends. No, I I don't really drink often with friends. But if I do drink, I drink it with my mom. And if I do drink with if I do drink alcoholic beverages, uh, I like it sweet because I don't really like the bitter side of the alcohol. Oh, so you drink like wine or stuff. Yeah, wine is good, uh, and uh, a sparkling wine. I know sparkling. I'm. I know white wine sparkling. is. Yeah, I know white wine is for babies, but I I do like sparkling <laughs> wine. I, okay, yeah, fair enough. I love. Uh, yeah, beer with honey. You should try that. So, get grab a glass of beer and and mix it with uh, a tablespoon of honey. It's mm-hmm. gonna. You're not you're not gonna taste a lot of alcohol if you don't really like the alcohol it's it's a good thing so mm-hmm. and it's a dangerous thing i can i can drink a lot of it and mm-hmm. i also like to uh freshly squeeze orange juice uh and then mix it with mix it with a couple spoons of sugar and mix it with a beer it's good that's good i like so I like cocktails. I don't really like alcohol spirits purely. I like cocktails. But you like cocktails as well? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I kind of do like cocktails. But the thing is, cocktails is so freaking expensive in the UK. And you don't really, like, usually the girls get them because, you know, they kind of want to be, you know, <laughs> partial and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. Usually the girls get them. But, you know, usually the men, we usually just get a pint of like a beer and just head on. The cocktails are so freaking expensive and there's literally like this. It's not even, it's not even like 200 milli. It's like 100 milliliters of like a drink. And it costs you like three times the amount of a pint of, of a pint of beer. It's like absurd, mate. Make it yourself. Yeah, we can just make it ourselves in like our house and that'd be fine. But that's interesting though. I've never had beer with honey before. I might try that soon. Yeah, yeah. Try it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But probably should try it then. Right, Ken. Should we should we wrap things up? Yeah. I think I think we have like a pretty good conversation, aren't we? Right. It's been one hour and 30 minutes since we talked about this, and it's been quite long already. And we hope. You guys enjoyed the first episodes in Cinnamon Crisp. And yeah, 
let us know what you guys want to for, want us to talk next in the comment section below on YouTube. And you guys can also follow us on Instagram at Cinnamon Crisp, as well as listening to our podcast in a lot of podcast streaming platforms such as Spotify or Apple Music. And yeah. Uh, as you can see, guys, this are this is our first episode, and of course we're gonna be nervous. Of course we're gonna be stiff. Evil, evil nervous though. We're talking yeah. about this for like. So we're open to your opinion, your critics, anything, anything to make us better. Um, we hope to see you in the next episodes, and it's been I, Jason, and my partner Ken. We'll see you in the next episode.